Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Kicking out Norfolk Over's way. Here comes Dayden. Scramble. Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Inside Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hey, mate, you're muted again. So, hello and welcome. It's Tin List Tuesday for round 23 on the Inside NRL Podcast. Proudly sponsored by the Standard Squeeze. I'm your host, Supercoach Matrix. Join with my co-host once he sorts out his voice, Supercoach Brain. How are you, Brandon? That's two weeks in a row. How good. My uh, my internet hates me the last couple of weeks. And uh, whenever we come into an episode, it makes my screen black and uh, keeps me on mute, which is fantastic. So thank you to, uh, to StreamYard. But anyway, good times. Thanks for kicking us off again, Maddie. Mate, you might just have to host the whole episode at this rate. Cool. Yeah. Um, apparently sponsored by the uh, Standard Squeeze. Um, helping you drink um, responsibly. Speaking of drinking responsibly, I've got a cup of tea in mine today. Got to be a good boy. Um, young fellas kept us up the last couple of nights, so that's uh, been fun. So I'm running on about maybe an hour of sleep. Uh, so maybe we'll get some real spicy trades out of me tonight. You, you just, never know. You just need... You just need a nightcap, my friend. <clears throat> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, mate, we're going to cover around 23 ins and outs, as we always do, right? We'll talk through teams. Uh, we were talking before this. There's a little bit happening this week for Team yeah. This Tuesday. I was expecting nothing. I was expecting absolute fuck all. And um, there's movement at the station. 
How good? There is there is a little bit of movement. Uh, we'll talk about all that. We'll talk trades, targets for trades if you have any left. Uh, you know, most of the people that are going to be watching podcasts from the back end of the season now are the only uh, basically people that have trades left or want to know about sits and starts and captains and VCs and things like that. So we'll cover all of that. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more around maybe sits and starts. I think it probably becomes a little bit more relevant now as people have their teams set uh, and are making their probably their final trades in the head to head finals now, which have kicked off this week. So a very, very important week around 23. So drop your questions in guys. If you have any, we will answer them all. Uh, we'll spend a bit more time on questions this week. I assume, um, considering there's a lot to, uh, there's a lot to happen. There's a lot to happen this week, Maddie, because you know we, we could be seeing some teams knocked out of their head-to-head this week. I think it's a lot. It's a bit of a moving week. Like we're going to be focusing on overall, and there's some people that are going to try some spicy things to uh, to catch up to to make I suppose the right moves, the right pod moves in their head-to-head. We won't be doing that, and uh, yeah, enjoyed that one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, Matty Granger in the comments uh, asking me how to do how to mute uh, accidentally. I don't, hey, mate, we've got a mute button on here, and I promise you, I'm not I'm not pressing it. So just so everybody's aware, I'm not muting myself. Streamyard does it when we come into the episode. <laughs> when we play the video, it automatically mutes us in the background, and then it just doesn't unmute me after the intro video is finished. So yeah, it's it's a good time. We're we're uh, very technologically advanced here at Insight Fantasy Sports. Mate, it's going off. It is. Guys, please support the show. Please support my lack of ability to use the mute button by hitting subscribe, hit like. Uh, and if you're listening to us on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever it is you get your podcast, hit that follow button and leave us a review so we can reach more people. Maddie, how did you finish up last week, mate? Rat shit. Um, okay, so we'll move on. <laughs> no, 11.59, <laughs> um, down 1,700 spots. I actually expected it to be worse than that. Uh, but just down to eight thousandth, just I was I was in the I think I was just in the top five thousand or or five thousand one hundredth in the last two weeks. I've dropped three thousand spots. Doing okay. Um, I'm happy with my team. Um, I'll have to make the one trade this week, which should leave me with two trades. But that's why I've saved a couple up my sleeve, and um, I think I've got the right players to run home. So. I'm still confident, even though I've had a couple of bad weeks, that I can come back and get into that top 5,000. And you've done a lot of planning up until this point, right? So it's not like everything that you've done for the last 10 weeks in, in preparation for the run home isn't effective. It's just maybe last week you had a bad week. You had a few a few flops. So trust, the, trust your planning and trust your team. Uh, I got 13, 15. I went up just slightly, 181 spots, so into 2380. Uh, within striking distance of top 1%, which is the goal, I think, this year. I don't know whether I'm a chance. Look, I'm probably still a chance of getting top 1,000, uh, but I'm not sure whether I have the pods in my team to make it happen. I was having a look at the uh, player ownership in the top 1%, and I think I've got 13 of the top 15 most owned players, and the guy that I didn't own in that in that was uh, Harry Grant. So that was the difference last week with me uh, going up big and, and obviously only moving up 180. Mate, he scored 200 in the last three weeks. Don't stress too much. Probably 200 yeah, in the last four weeks if you count Origin. So. 
That is a good point, isn't it? Um, mate, Standard Squeeze, use the code INSIGHT15. Guys, if you have never heard of the Standard Squeeze before, some awesome products on there help you drink responsibly and also conveniently. Saves you having a drink. Uh, bring glass bottles on camping trips or if you're going out fishing, you can just chuck a bottle of liquor in the squeeze and you can get a perfect 30 mil pour out of that as well. In this bottle, they've got four different sizes as well. So you've got the little mini here you can chuck in your back pocket or you can get the big bopper out if you're going to send it like Matty does nearly every weekend. Uh, which is why his are empty. Is that right? <laughs> no, still empty? Got, no, I've actually got uh, yeah, got some rye whiskey in one of them. So um, Ooh, yeah, keen, love that. keen to give that a go on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. Just got basketball later, so it'd be uh, irresponsible of you running the point to uh, get on the piss, wouldn't it? <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. Uh, won't be the last. Um, but yeah, not going to give it a go after being crook for three weeks. So. <clears throat> Good idea. Good idea. Um, so, guys, yeah, use the code INSIGHT15. Gets yourself 15% off at checkout if you use that code at thestandardsqueeze.com. Speaking of standard squeeze, the squeeze of the week winner for the top score in the Unlimited League this week was Kit, coach of Budakaja, I think is how to pronounce it. I'm not quite sure, but 1,536 Kit got last week. So that takes out the top score in the league. Massive. Yeah. And um, 1,581 and- the whole comp, so just shy. Very close, very close to taking out top. I think that might have been maybe third or fourth for the week, which is huge. Yeah. And then uh, Tim, coach of Lane Train, is in 22nd overall. So he's making some big moves over the last couple of weeks, leader of the comp as well. So he's uh, got the ring on his finger nearly. Uh, let's see if he can hold out over the next five weeks and and uh, take the crown there. Mate, doggies are on the bye this week, so we don't need to talk about the Bulldogs. Uh, I mean – is there really anybody super coach relevant from the Bulldogs? I mean, we've got Reed Marnie, not not overly concerning that we, we miss out on no, him. People, people should have. And there's people deciding whether it's – yeah, there's people – yeah, sorry, I, you just glitched out there a bit. Um, Yeah, you, you do have Reed Marnie, and you've got people probably deciding on the sit and start with um with Karaz there as well. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So they're going to miss out on those players this week, but – Mate, let's move on. Let's talk about Roosters Sea Eagles at the SCG because this could be an interesting game. I, I actually think it might be a, quite a close one. I, I don't know whether I trust the Roosters to to be good enough to to knock off Manly. To be honest with you, um, and Roosters are favourites. Like they're like short favourites in this game. So for those punters out there, get get amongst it. Uh, get on Ruben Garrick to uh, to score a couple because he has royally effed me in the last week. That's what happens when you throw the armband on him, mate. He uh, double left you last week. Yeah. Um, Egan, Egan Butcher. Sorry, you go. Is out with a, Egan Butcher's out with a HIA. And uh, Josh Wongsua Wong is on the edge and Turpin's been dropped, which is good because there are very limited owners there. Burbo's back in 14, which isn't really super coach relevant. That's with Tupelotto out. And, um, yeah, I suppose all eyes are on Joey Mano this week. Yes, speaking of, he's the guy I'm tossing up as to whether I trade him out or not. And we were talking a little bit on Sunday after the game, and it was more of a rage trade thought than anything with Joey Manu. He's got a nice draw. I mean, but the, the issue with Manu is that he needs to go looking for the ball, and I actually don't trust the fact that he will. It, it just looks like with when Teddy's on a roll and Teddy's playing good footy, he doesn't use Manu well, and it feels like he kind of cramps Manu in that right edge. So if Manu doesn't go looking for the ball out of dummy half or he doesn't get that roving role where he can go both sides, I'm a, I'm a bit concerned as a Manu owner that maybe we won't get the best out of him at his price. 
I'm actually a bit concerned that since the cheese sort of steps back into that starting role, Garrick hasn't been, oh, Garrick, uh, Manu hasn't been doing as well either. Um, yeah, Cheese and him just don't have that connection yet or anything like that. Um, that's sort of something that I put it down to as well. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. Brandon Smith hasn't obviously played starting hooker for a while, has he? So a bit of a cohesion issue maybe. Um, what are your thoughts? Uh, I guess the only other guy really that I'm looking at, I mean, we've got Hamoliola Kawatu in for the Sea Eagles. We both have him, so he's a close watch. And probably still a buy at his price, but we won't talk about him in this game. But I wouldn't mind talking about Joseph Soali'i. I mean, he only got 30-odd last week. Didn't have the goal kicking last week, which is probably the big appeal for, for everybody looking at him. Yep. Could he score well this week? Because realistically, he's running at that left edge of Manly who leak a lot of points. Like, is there a chance he could go big? It could be a nice pod. Yeah, look, there is. There's always a chance that this guy goes big. He is super talented, and that's why he's found his way on a on a few teams, much like a bloke like Katoni Stags and that. Like they pass the eye test, and then they just, I suppose, aren't that good at super coach this year. Uh, but yeah, look, there's always a chance of him going big, but there's also a chance of him going thirty and not getting involved in it because I think Manly are better than the Roosters at the moment. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Manly knock him off this uh, this coming week, Thursday night. Good way to start the week, though. Good game. Um, uh, Teddy, Titans, um, is Teddy a buy? What did he get, 30-odd last week as well? So a lot of people yeah. bought him. I think he was in top five most bought players last week, and uh, you'd be pretty pretty disappointed with the 30 and, the, and what was considered a nice matchup for Roosters as well. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to – oh, not really. They were playing the Broncos. Um, this is a good matchup this week. Actually, yeah, you're right. I'm one week ahead yeah. of myself. <laughs> Still crook, man. Um, yeah, no, just 30 minutes sleep. Don't mind me. No, no, really. Yeah, I sort of expected him not to go very well against the Broncos. Um, obviously, I am a little bit biased. But watching him, you know, when he comes to play against the uh, Sea Eagles, I think that he might score well. I sort of expect a 60 or a 70 again from him this week, which is, I suppose, serviceable at fullback. So. Yeah, for sure. But I think there's so many options now at fullback, right? We spoke about this last week too. Reese Walsh is now a watch. We'll talk about the Broncos a little bit later, but you know, Reese Walsh is still at a discount right now. Uh, then you've got also you've got Teddy owners. A lot of people have, or not a lot of people, but Drinkwater is a is a good pod. I think he's owned by maybe 10, 15% now of of the top one percent of teams, which. I mean, is way more than I thought it was going to be um, at his price. So, like, yeah, we've got a lot of options at, at fullback. And then a lot of people are still running the duel, Jermaine Asako with the duel. Uh, you know, you, you've got a lot of options there. Garrick with the duel. A lot of people are running Garrick as their bench fullback at the moment too. So you've got some decisions to make with your final trade or two over the next week or two uh, if you are still looking for that fullback. Yeah. Uh, Gutho, though, I mean... We'll talk about Gutho now, considering we're just talking about fullbacks. If you've got Gutho, do you bother trading to anybody else or you just hold him now? Look, you're going to have to trade him out if you're playing overall, um, but I'm definitely not trading him out against the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Not a chance. That, that's a really nice matchup for anybody who held and for anybody He's, who still has a few Eels assets. If I had Gutho, he'd be my captain, I think, this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't mind that shit. Don't mind it. Um. Mate, let's move on. Titans, Warriors at Seabus Super Stadium on the Gold Coast. AJ Brimson has been named with that after that rib injury that was, you know, a chance of ruling him out. Aaron Shop's come in for Jojo Fafida, and that's pretty much it. 
Tino's still got one more game on the pine suspended, but for anybody who held Tino, you'd be pretty excited about next week knowing that he's going to be one of the juiciest pods in the game. And if you held trades, would you look at Tino for the yeah. run home? Yeah, he's he's the best guy to play at the moment. Nobody's going to be able to get him. I'm not going to be able to get him. I don't think you're going to be able to get him. And he is probably the best front row forward. I was talking to a mate on the phone today. Um, he finished about fifth in one of his leagues. Um, so we played top eight in that league. And he's held Tino because he's been listening and um, really wants to hold him for the run home. But now that he's finished fifth instead of fourth, has to win this week. Probably has to trade out Tino even though he saved the trades. Probably just has to can't have 800K sitting there and risk getting knocked out in his head-to-head leagues finishing fifth. <laughs> So, yeah, a lot of people are going to be forced to trade out Tino this week due to their head-to-head, and um, that's just going to make him an absolute, like, the could be the best part of the year. Uh, for an overall player, very, very juicy for an overall player if you're chasing that, uh, that KFC Zinger voucher or maybe even something bigger. Uh, Tino could be the guy, but, yeah, you're right. Head-to-head players, you can't really afford to have that kind of cash on the pine doing nothing for you if you're at risk of being knocked out this week. Uh, Warriors are one to seventeen, mate. But the, there's a lot of conversation happening around the Warriors at the moment and what their draw looks like over the final five weeks of the comp. They've got the Titans yep. this week. They've got the Tigers next week. They've got the Manly Sea Eagles the week after. The Dragons and then the Dolphins to finish the season, which are the five worst defensive teams in the competition. You couldn't have cannot... written this better for the Warriors. <laughs> so. Playing devil's advocate a little bit as a bloke that doesn't own Sean Johnson, I've got a little bit of stock in in the Warriors. Watching the way that the Titans played last week, they're probably not as much of a pushover as we probably expected. Even watching the Dragons last week, probably not as much of a pushover as we sort of expected. And have a look at the Supercoach scores of the South Sydney Rabbitohs playing against um, the Tigers last week. Still didn't do that well. Um, just saying, you know, maybe don't, if you've got a boost, maybe not just go super high on, you know, DWZ, CNK, Sean Johnson, everybody whole hog because they're not as bad as we thought. The Dolphins are probably worse than we thought, but those other three teams turned up last week, uh, which is just a reminder that there, there is no, I suppose, massive rollover team in this comp at the moment. So... It is one of the tightest comps we've seen. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'll argue with you, right, on this one. I'd say that there's three teams that are rollover teams. And just because the Tigers got within, what was it, 12 or 14 points last week of the Rabbitohs doesn't make them a good team. I still feel like they could easily give up 50 points to any team in the competition at the moment based on on what's going on over there. So I still consider it a really nice matchup. And for the Dragons as well, like, yeah, I mean, they're playing okay footy and Manly only beat them by six last week. but. Does that make them a good team or does it make Manly actually terrible last week, which they were? So with the with the Rabbitohs ones, I'm not talking about the fact that they could have absolutely pumped them. I think that they could. Obviously, AJ scored well, but just there wasn't those massive high scores, you know, like people were hoping Luttrell went 120-plus. People were hoping Cody Walker went 120-plus. Went All those things just didn't eventuate. I'm just tempering expectations a little bit if your plan trades this week are to bring in say cnk and dwz maybe just maybe just one of them i'm happy that i own cnk i'm happy that i own a ball playing forward in tohu harris i will be holding them i'm very excited about their draw i've just 
sort of somebody asked me in a in a DM this week, would I trade Nico Hines for Sean Johnson? No. So yeah. Pickle. So, I mean, I guess the, the, a lot of the questions coming around this week is who should I get from the Warriors because of this draw, right? Are you saying don't bother? Or are you saying maybe CNK is the best option considering he's the one that you've chosen? Yeah, I'm saying CNK is the best option. DWZ could be really good, but imagine, but just remember DWZ, for those that maybe the times with the Warriors home games don't work really well with your schedule and you don't watch as many Warriors games, DWZ is... New Zealand's Alex Johnston. He's really yeah. good, but he can score you 20. That right side for the Warriors is humming at the moment. I mean, I think everybody's just hoping that SJ just continues this Dally M year that he's having, right? Where it, that it creates so much space for CNK on the right edge. CNK sweeps out the back and then passes to the open DWZ in the corner. It steals the how- try assist. Steals yep. the try assist from Sean Johnson and Maddie's super coach team. No wonder he did so poorly last week. He didn't have CNK in his fucking lineup. That's right. It's, it's exactly what happens when the Warriors have a bye. Everything just turns to shit. Um, I'm getting CNK in this week for Joey Manu. That's, that's what my move is at the moment. My only trade. I kind of ruin trade talk later, but that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Ruining uh, my favorite segment. <laughs> I'll, I'll mention it again for you a little bit later. Okay. Cool, we'll, can't we'll get it going. Uh, Panthers and Storm at Blue Bet, mate. So, Panthers had, like we mentioned last week, they had four of their final six games of the season at Blue Bet Stadium. So, they've got a really nice run home, but this will be a tough game for them. And I would not be surprised if we see potentially an upset here against the Melbourne Storm. I love the fact that Cam Munster just loves turning up against really good teams. I feel like he just gets a little bit of a kind of bee in his bonnet about like coming up against the Panthers and people write the storm off or they write any opposition off against the Panthers. I feel like he always takes a step up against good teams. So um, let's talk ins and outs very quickly, mate. The one weird one for me is that they've thrown Hosking at centre. He's a draft horse. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to give you in attack there. Um, yeah. Do you think it's maybe Matt. a bit of a stopgap maybe? Because Isaac Tungo is on the extended bench at the moment, so there's a chance he could come back in after, I think it was his hamstring injury. Uh, he's missed the last two weeks. Is there a chance they're just putting him there just to kind of, I don't know, just expecting Isaac Tungo to come in? But wouldn't you just name Isaac Tungo and then name Hosking on the extended bench and do it that could way? Could do. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, f- I feel like there's some fucking mind games going on here between Ivan Cleary and Craig Bellamy, so uh, could be a bit of a shit, a bit of a shit storm here with teams. We'll see what happens though with an hour to go. But Jamin Salmon onto the bench, not not very relevant. I'll tell you what is relevant though, and for Harry Grant owners, they'll be very happy to see Nelson and Sofa Solomon back. Um, so he's back in the team after finger would, surgery, I think it was. Would they have a look at Goody went without him last week? Yeah, imagine if he had him there. Actually, maybe he wouldn't have been involved as much because Harry wouldn't have even had to do anything. So because he probably he would have right. passed it to Nelson the whole time, and instead of getting tries, he would have only got try contributions. Mm, yes, good point. Um, with Nas coming back, Tommy Eis- uh, Tommy Eisenhuth to the bench. Pappenhausen. Let's talk about yeah. Pappenhausen. Had a bit of a back mind blow there for a second. He's back in the Queensland Cup. How good is that? I'm, I'm going to actually, I don't really watch too many Queensland or New South Wales Cup games, but that's one I'm going to tune into if it's televised and if I can find a way to watch it because he's going to be a close watch, isn't he? Uh, I mean, I think I saw NRL Physio thinks 
he thinks he's not going to be back NRL ready until round 25 at the earliest. So hearing that, I think Meany owners can probably panic a little bit less, knowing that Meany's just going to shift to the left wing anyway. You don't need to move him out. I think for anybody who plays draft and takes draft seriously, you could actually probably have a crack at getting Meany quite cheap at the moment. Uh, people might be starting to panic or maybe getting a little bit scared that Pappenhausen's back or around the corner. You might get Meany cheaper than you actually think. Yeah, we're starting to head into some finals and stuff with that. Um, I know I am in some of my deeper comps. Starting to head into finals, and they don't really allow for too much trading um, this this time of the year. Um, but Pappenhausen's probably sitting on waivers. So. Mm, could be. Could be. I'm actually more excited as a meanie owner for Pappenhausen to come back with how shit Pappen, uh, meanie's been. Um, <laughs> he just doesn't look like he's standing in the in the right right spot. Uh, doesn't play that ball playing fullback role. I oh, know he just seemed to accumulate points at the start of the year when I got him, and he's just I don't really know what's happened. Yeah, he got a lot less involved, hasn't he? So disappointing as a as a meanie he, owner if you are. He'd one. have that rib injury, so um, maybe maybe he's just coming back from that. But I thought last week he might have shown um, probably a sit. He's definitely a sit for me this week against the Panthers as an owner. Mm. I'll play literally anyone else instead. Fair call. So that answers that question then. So st- are you sitting question? your Storm players? Are you sitting your Storm players against the Panthers this week? So Meany, do you sit Meany? Do you sit Munster? What are you I'll doing? i Munster. Munster turns yeah. up against big teams. That was a that was a good call. Um, my other one's Christian Welch, who I'm not really playing anyway, ever, yeah. even though he's churning it. He turns out better scores when I don't play him. So, um, <laughs> yeah, He's guaranteed to get a 60 whenever I sit him, that's for sure. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't sit... A forward, I wouldn't sit Munster, but I'd sit anybody, any of the outside backs, definitely if I'm sitting there with Warbrick or someone. I've got him in uh, draft and I'm not playing him this week. Um, I am going to play Hughes and Munster in a semi-final though. So let's, uh, in a um, prelim final, I just don't really have the depth there to sit him. So, Yeah, fair enough. Um, mate, let's move on then. Cowboys, Broncos, your boys. Have to travel up to Townsville. Uh, Val Holmes is apparently fighting this this high shot shoulder charge, whatever it is. He's no chance. There's no chance, no chance he gets no chance he gets off on this. No way. So Zach Laybutt should come in to replace Val Holmes. He'll probably miss a month. Uh, I thought he would have taken the early plea. I think he would have got three weeks if he took the early plea. I thought he right? did. I I thought I read that he did take the early plea, and then I see him get named. So then I've done a bit of research, and he's fighting it. Mm. Strange. Very strange. Madness, because like there was just connection to the head. Um, Val has a very good history, can I say, though. Val has the last two weeks are the first two times Val has ever got sent to the sin bin. So uh, I don't know if that helps him at all, but I think he's I think he's gone. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. Uh, NRL app just sent me a notification saying Jack DeBellin has been found guilty at the judiciary after fighting his hip drop, and he'll miss four weeks. So for anybody who has I Jack DeBellin in their team, else when you said he was fighting, so. <laughs> yeah, we'll let that one through. But uh, yeah, you won't see him for a month, so you can trade him out if you still got him. I don't think many people do, but if you do, he's a sell. I'm pretty happy that some of these like have been forced trades. Um, mm. I'm a Val owner, so a bit disappointed with that one. But with his form the last couple of weeks, it might be a blessing in disguise. 
Oh, look, maybe. I mean, the the pod plays to hold Val and have him available for the final round of the year. If you're an overall player and you can cover him, if you can cover him at center wing and you've got 21, 22 playable players and really good depth, hold him and have a real crack at round 27 if you're not worried about head-to-head. If you are worried about head-to-head, you've got to move him. Yep. I'm still... You know what? When I can pick up a grand in one of my head-to-head legs, I'll still try and uh, I'll still try and pick up the chocolates there as well. So yeah, for sure, he's max gone for me. Uh, Jesse Arthur's comes back in for the Broncos, mate. Pierre Cura's back starting as well, and Jordan Ricky is on the extended bench. So a little bit of movement there. Potentially Ricky comes back. I think he's missed like what six weeks. Uh, was it a plantar fascia injury? I think from memory. So yeah, doesn't really change too much. Super coach wise. For, uh, really. for the Broncos, I'm, except Piakura might drop back to the bench if Ricky starts, right? And Xavier Willison wasn't named, I believe. Mm. Yeah, he was coming um, off. Which, was he coming off the bench? Yeah, he was coming off the bench. I was a bit, uh, I was a bit surprised not to not to see him when I had a look at the lineup. Um, I know a couple people picked him up. I see Corey Jensen. I think Corey Jensen hasn't really been playing and Xavier Willison's been playing. And for whatever reason, that's changed up. Palisade has been holding up that bench spot. Um, maybe Corey Jensen drops out and when if Jordan Ricky's ready. But I think if Jordan Ricky was ready, he'd be uh, he'd be named. So Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um the only two Broncos I guess I'm really looking at at this time of the year are Reese Walsh and Payne Haas. Now, if you had to pick one because people are quite limited on trades, let's say, for instance, you're looking to get your final player in, but we've got to remember that the Broncos have around 25 by. So you, you probably wouldn't want to grab both of them at this time of the year. Do you pick Walsh or do you pick Payne Haas up front? It's hard like because for me it depends on what you've got at fullback. A few of the messages I've got has been Gutho, to Reese Walsh, and I don't actually like that, especially not with St. George this week. Um, but when my friend asked me that he had to move Tino for his head-to-head, yeah, Payne Haas is probably the uh, the only one to go there. Payne Haas is the best front row forward in the game, even if he has gotten a couple sixties. I am worried about some early showers as well. I'm fading Broncos altogether, and I am one of their biggest fans. Mm, so. Yeah, that's tell, that's telling me something. Cool. All right, I might stay away too. Then, um, what are your thoughts on the Cowboys? Do they finish the year the way they started? Are they are they starting to fade? Do you think they're going to suffer without Val Holmes? Yeah, they're they're max gone. I actually think Drinkwater will suffer a little bit too. Yeah. Okay. For anybody who has Drinkwater, not a sell, right? Still just no. You, no, you de- you definitely hold him. Uh, but let's have a look at. James Tedesco's been pretty good the last couple of weeks. I think he was averaging, he had a three-round average of 78 or something, something really nice like that. And yep. have a look how he went against the Broncos last week. So just keep that in the back of your mind. I definitely wouldn't sit Scott Drinkwater if I had a million dollars player like that. I wouldn't have him sitting on the pine. Uh, but maybe just temper your expectations a little bit. Maybe it's a vice-captain option instead of a captain option or something like that, just in case. And a lot of people have Ponga as well, right? And for anybody who has Ponga at 5'8", you can easily shift Ponga down to fullback and bring in a Munster, Cody Walker. If you want to get really spicy, you can bring Dylan Brown in for the run home and just cop yep. the fact that maybe you only have one 5'8 for around 27. So you've got options at 5'8 now. Um, Dolphins, Knights in Perth. We've got a bit of a back-to-back in Perth, uh, d- double header. So that, that'd be good for everybody over in Perth. Dolphins, though, 
Dolphins and Knights, uh, I mean, there's a standout C option here this week, and it is Kalen Ponga for me. I, I genuinely think he'll be my captain this week. I just I feel like he could go massive against the Dolphins. What are your thoughts <coughs> on this game? How's this going to play out? Because, I mean, I thought the Dolphins might have been able to start coming good with JMK, who had a great game on the weekend, but the Knights are just at a different level now. Dolphins were fucking awful against the Doggies last week. Like, Dogs aren't a good team, and... Dolphins look terrible. I'm yep. expecting Caelan Ponga to put on an absolute cl- clinic. He will be my captain as well this week. I'm not looking to get too – I should double down on being spicy after having a chop at Ruben Garrick last week, but I'm not sure my heart can take it. Um, I'd just like to like to save and I suppose get a, get a bit respectable there. Um, it is a genuine option. Maybe I'll, um, I'll chuck in the spice with my vice captain. But, yeah, no, definitely – Captain Kalen Ponga this week. And Marju is probably I would love to get Marju for this matchup. He's running at Jermaine Asako's edge, isn't he? Uh yeah. which means that I think so the big talking point here is Cody Nicarim has been named at center. So I mean, okay, a couple of questions on this. If you're a Nicarima owner, he's been doing really well. Yeah, he's probably in the six hundred K mark. And he's been playing fullback. So obviously you get the extra points there from the extra workload that comes from being a fullback. You do you but you've got to bail on him now, don't you? And just use that cash if you've got the trades to do it. Mate, he might he might have to make 40 tackles this week. Because if I was playing against Cody Nicarima and he lined up in the centers, I would be running at him all day long. Base could be incredible, you're saying. Okay. Yep. Don't mind it. Milford at six, I guess, is the only other relevant news for the Dolphins this week. Everything else kind of stays the same. Hammer at fullback's good again because um, he did his stint in the centres. So. Yeah, I mean, I got Hammer last week. He was one of my trades last week and got 47 or 48 and, and did absolutely fucking nothing for me. So 48 for basically doing nothing, I'll, I'll take it. Hopefully. The, comment, the, the, the commentary sorry, team just, on, on ABC Radio would just like – praying that he gets the ball, and I'm sure you were doing the same as well. Uh, they just mm-hmm. didn't get him as involved, and I think Wayne will address that this week. I could see a big game for Hammer. I wouldn't be disappointed as to be an owner this week. So that's going to start to bring up questions around start-sit, so we'll talk about that soon, but at the moment I have him sitting. So I've got I've got some decisions to make this week. Um, Katoa, Isaiah Katoa named on the bench. Uh, very stinky for uh, Katoa owners. <laughs> Uh, creates a bit of an issue, an AE nightmare issue, if you're looking to take advantage of the VC loophole for the run home. So that sucks. That's pongy. Um, it is pongy. And then, uh, yeah, 1-17 to 17 for the uh, for the Knights, and as they should be. They shouldn't be making any changes for the run home. They've been playing some fantastic football. Pong is on fire. They're using that left edge incredibly well. Dom, Young, Dom Young's playing some great footy too. Why, you don't fix it if it isn't broken, so... You know, these after watching the Cowboys play last week and watching the Knights play last week, they're a better chance of making finals if Val gets. Yeah, honestly, I think Knights are a better chance of making finals than than the Cowboys. Yeah, okay. Actually, no, I agree with you. We had this chat last week, didn't we? One of the questions popped in that said, like, predict the top eight. And we both had the Sharks dropping out of the eight. Uh, but it'll be very, very tight because I think the Rabbitohs were sitting in ninth when we did that prediction. Uh, obviously, we feel like the Rabbitohs will come into the eight, but where are the Knights sitting at the moment? Uh, they're ninth. Okay. So who do they knock out? That's the question. I'm going to quickly get up the ladder. Can I uh, ask so, you a question but, while you're getting the ladder up? Yeah. 
I know we don't cover a lot of NRL women's stuff, but why are the Cowboys girls not called the Cowgirls? <laughs> it's very PC of you. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But it is a question that needs to be answered, and we will yeah. find the answer. It, it actually kept me, all, kept me awake at night the other night. <laughs> yeah, the Cowgirls, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that it'd end up being something like the fucking Washington football team. You wouldn't be able yeah. to call them cowgirls or boys anymore, and you'd have to change the whole franchise to cow people or cow something. People. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what a stinker. That's terrible. Um, what are any other talking points on this one, mate? Dolphins, Knights, uh, Ponga, Captain. You're going to get the you're going to get the ladder up, man. Yeah, I've got the ladder in front of me. So who before we, we move out? on, who who are the Knights knocking out, mate? I don't feel good about the Raiders. Or the Cowboys in the top eight at the moment. Now I I don't know who drops out. At the moment, the Eels are on twenty four points. Manly and the Knights are on twenty five points, and then we've got the Rabbitohs, Sharks, and Cowboys on twenty six. So Rabbitohs are six, Sharks are seventh, Cowboys are eighth at the moment, and then one point behind them are the Knights and the Manly Sea Eagles in ninth and tenth. This is a really Sharks. tough comp. Sharks are a chance of getting knocked out too. Uh, yep. Raiders, which we'll talk about in a little bit, made some changes. They're obviously hitting panic stations. They've been they were awful last week. Um, were they bad or were the Knights just really good last week? I think Raiders were poor. I think yep. Raiders were poor. I think uh, Fogarty had an absolute stinker. And I think when you when your halfback plays that bad, it's it's pretty tough to do anything. So I'd say the Raiders were bad. But I mean, hey, like you can't discredit the opposition either. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's move on, mate. Second last, third last one for the weekend: Rabbitohs, Sharks. Also in Perth, that double header. Uh, Connor Tracy named it fullback, which is interesting, considering Nico Hines came out saying that he'd be happy to play fullback, and they've basically knocked him back. Good move or bad? I just wish they had a guy that they could just like, like a Lockie Miller, like just a bloke like that. Um, that they could just plug and play at fullback and he'd be really good through this period. You know, they do have a guy that they could put in at fullback and he's young and he's very talented and his name's Kale Iro, and they're just letting him rot in New South Wales Cup. Is he The guy's a serious talent. No, he's available. Okay. Uh, And they're just not playing him. So very disappointing. But anyway, I'm not – nothing to do with me. Uh, Talakai back in the centres. Is the only other really talking point here for the Sharks? I mean, is that good for the Rabbitohs and for the Rabbitohs' right edge? Uh, does Tane does Milne now, or, or even maybe Campbell Graham might be a little bit more relevant to talk about here. Could he have yep. a good game coming up against that left edge of the Sharks? Yeah, could do. Could do. Oh, just... big, big pod move. Would you have Braden Trindle or Matty Moylan? Uh, look, I mean, offensively, I think maybe... Matty Moylan, I think they just the reason he got dropped was for his defense. It wasn't for yeah. his attack. Uh, he's, I mean, look at what he's been able to do on that left edge. Like he's created a fair bit for Mulatalo, for Talakai, for Teague Wilton's had a great year off the back of Moylan too. Like it's definitely nothing to do with Moylan's attack, is it? So, I mean, do you sacrifice the defense and the defensive deficiencies of that edge to bring Moylan back into the team? I mean, Trindle isn't exactly an amazing defender either, is he? They didn't score last week, so if mm. you, if they were letting in too many points and now they're not scoring any. Or, yeah, hey, you just go and throw Nico at fullback and you go Moylan and Trindle in the halves, <laughs> which I don't 
I don't know. I actually thought I actually thought that might happen this week, honestly. Mm. Uh, Rabbitohs mate Latrell must have or not because now is the week to get him. I reckon. Uh, oh, I mean, in terms of break even, it's not. But I know that people are wanting to solidify their teams and make their final trade or two trades to get their team set. So, do you get Latrell or do you look elsewhere at fullback? I think Latrell is must have uh, with their run home. And you have got him this week, or are you planning on getting him? What What do you thought? Uh, I'll probably depending how the judiciary goes. If you want to know my trade talks before we get to the trade talks, thanks for asking. Yep. That's how we do now it. Now that you've That's ruined the whole segment. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows their trades. Oh well, what do you do? Uh, Eels Dragons man, Combank Eels home game. This could be anything. Dylan Brown back. Conversation now just becomes, is he now an option with the round 27 buy for the Eels? I know people are starting to steer away from Eels players, but do we look at Dylan Brown considering he was absolutely tearing it up and a must-have 5-8 before he got suspended? He was set and forget for me. I, was, I wouldn't have Munster now if I didn't have him. Um... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're a head-to-head player, I would probably have a punt on, on deal bags. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good shout. So anybody who's head-to-head doesn't need to worry about the round 27 buy because head-to-head finals are round 26. So just enjoy the next four weeks of deal bags. Uh, but the question now remains, does he become a better option than... Cody Walker or Cam Munster, because most people will probably be running that combo or Kalen Ponga. I don't think he is good enough with the amount of trades. And I did a poll today with how many trades people had left on Twitter. Um, I don't think that he's good enough with the amount of trades that people have left. I don't think it's as big of an upgrade with the draw, with the fact that of the eels, with the fact that they've got that buy, and with the fact that uh, it's not the easiest run for the eels. Yeah, it isn't. No, it isn't. It definitely isn't. So you're not picking blokes because the Eels have an amazing draw. You're just picking it because it's deal bags, really, aren't you? It is St. Um, George this week, though. If there was any yeah. ever a week, it has to be this week. Yep. Yep. Fair call. Good base as well. And, uh, you know, it's a real shame that Sean Lane went and got himself injured because that deal bag Sean Lane combo, we haven't seen any of it this year. And it tore teams apart last year. Yep. So very disappointing. Um, Wonga Blake's out. Lumi Lumi's in. Uh, Wonga Blake, after playing probably the worst NRL performance in the history of the NRL, uh, has now lost his spot. Yeah. But actually, no, it was the second worst performance in the NRL that we've ever seen. The first one was Hudson Young. And Mark's mentioned it here in his comment. Uh, I feel like every time Hudson Young touched the ball, he dropped it. Every time he tackled someone, he gave away a penalty. I don't think I've seen a worse game 
in turn, I don't know whether it's bad luck or whether it's just bad management. He was he was shocking. He was so yeah, bad. Yeah. Um, another guy that Mark has now brought up in the chat, we're on in our content, is Ryan Madison. Uh, 530k named on an edge now to start on Sean Lane's edge. What are your thoughts on Maddo? Because that's that's pretty exciting now at his price starting on an edge. He usually gets through some pretty good base. Yeah, I really like him on the edge uh, at 530k. He is somebody that I would bring in had I had the trades or was I look if I was looking to to make that trade somewhere. I actually wish I had the trade to go IPAP to him, but I just don't have it at this time of the year, so I'm going to have to forego it. And you don't have it. it you, it's not that you don't have it. You're choosing not to use it, right? Oh yeah, you, you've yeah, got two trades left. Yeah. So I mean, I'm you could do it if you're ruthless. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Um, I'm not. I don't think it's worth it, and that that buys looming. Yeah, you got to start thinking now. Five weeks, five weeks really isn't that long, and anything can happen in five weeks. So you need to be pretty flexible with your moves, and have a couple of emergency trades there that you will need to use. I guarantee you, someone's going to get injured. A very well-owned player is going to get suspended. Something is going to happen where you're going to need those trades. So, uh, Brennan hands being dropped. Now, Joey Lussick's obviously been named as the starting nine, and um, they've dropped hands completely. What's what's the go with that? That's a bit stiff. Yeah, I I thought he was pretty good, and I thought he was going all right. Um, mate, ruthless. Very disappointing. Absolutely ruthless. I had him in draft. I'm going to have to drop him. That's a shame. Um, yeah, it'll, yet another win for you, because uh, it's the same draft comp that, that we're in together. So Yeah. I don't, there's no hawkers either in waivers. Week? Yeah, you, you got me. Actually, I haven't even looked at the final score because as soon as I saw that fucking you had Hughes, I was like, yeah, that's my week done. Mm. So, gave up. That's right. Um, I'm running Billy. I'm really running Billy and um, had a hooker and he's been going all right for me. So Yeah, I was going to say, he's been having a pretty good year so far. Um, the only other talking point here for the Dragons is that Jack DeBellin obviously has been named, but now we've got that news come through that he's going to miss four weeks for his hip drop, uh, which means that he's season is almost done realistically he comes back around 27 do they even play him in round 27 <laughs> what's the point yeah again what's the point um who do you think comes in um ben murdoch Masilla or jack bird i presume yeah well jack bird was he named on the extended bench They're uh both might... on the extended bench yeah okay i'd say ben murdoch Masilla probably comes in it just depends from... on jack bird's knee and it's both injury-related, them being on the extended bench. So It could be. So Toby Couchman's in on the bench at the moment. Uh, they could move Toby Couchman up to lock. Uh, I mean, you've also got Blake Laurie. He plays prop, but uh, he has played lock before. They've got some options. It's not, not good options, mind you. None of them are good options, but they've got some options to cover the 13. Yep. Um, <clears throat> if Jack Bird's fit, it'll be him, but I don't He's know whether Jack Bird's one. fit. Jack Bird's the best one. Yep. Yeah. Best pick, just how are his knees is the question. So we'll find out on Sunday. Speaking of Sunday, final game at GIO Stadium. So the Tigers have to travel down to the cold in Canberra to versus the Raiders. Don't mind this matchup for the Tigers, if if I'm completely honest. Uh, Raiders haven't been playing very good footy. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to try my best to get Hudson Young in my team this week against the Tigers. I just have a funny feeling. And I didn't bring this guy in not to play him. I brought him in to be a pod. And I'm going to back it because I know that the amount of uh, – Hudson Young got 48 last week, didn't he? 48, 45, 50, yeah. something. 
45. 45 and, and he was awful. had the worst game ever. Yeah. So, I mean, imagine when he has a good game, the guy can score 100. Uh, it's yep. just, is he going to have that good game? And if you're not going to play Hudson Young against the Tigers, you're not playing him for the rest of the year. So just back him in, I reckon, this week. Yep. Yeah, a few of our listeners um, followed along. This is definitely a matchup you want to play Hudson Young. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Rapana back to fullback and Sebastian Chris in the center. What the f- This, this is prime, prime Ricky Roulette. Prime Ricky Roulette. After Corey Horsburgh only played 43 minutes last week, now he's gone and taken the guy that he's played at fullback all year and swapped him with his winger and then dropped Jared Croker. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know what the thought process is there with Ricky Stewart, but a bit of uh, musical chairs going on, as we know, always happens. <clears throat> um, Trevelyan is in and uh, Starling has dropped as well. I, th- I don't think Ricky – Starling's got something on Ricky or he's done something to, to Ricky because Ricky just doesn't like him. Yeah, maybe I, he's got that. Court I think case Starling, coming. like Starling, would play could play big minutes for most other teams. I think um, Starling's mm-hmm. a really good footballer. I think oh, he definitely passes the eye test. I don't know. Maybe he's just not doing what he's told. But anyway, I'd be playing, yeah. yeah, if I was getting if I, the pointy end of the year, I'd be playing Tom Starling. Yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of Tigers, mate, Stefano and Sean Bloor are both out with concussion protocols for this game, which is a bit of a blow for the Tigers. Alex Twile, though, uh, gets a start. And Justin Matamua, who I'm really excited about, finally gets to play some foot- NRL football this year. The poor bloke has been named as 18th man for three quarters of the season. Like, why are you making the guy sit on the pine? Go and let him play cup football. Let him get better. Let him improve. The guy's young and he's very talented. So I'm, I'm interested to see what he does this week um, or how they use him. Hopefully they let him get some minutes. Um, yeah, could be. A, I, I've, I've picked up Alex Twal in, um, in draft and pretty happy to play him this week, actually. I think that's, yeah, that's a, really a nice good pick. play. Yeah, I like it. Speaking of who's not a good play, though, AE Nightmare, Jake Simpkin. Unfortunately, he has found his way onto the bench for... Uh, what will be the VC loophole killer? Uh, unfortunately, with Abby Corusau, obviously Simkin isn't just going to see many minutes at all. I mean, let's hope if you're an owner of Simkin and he's his second hooker, let's just hope he doesn't make it on the court uh, on the field at all. Like maybe he doesn't play any minutes. Who knows? Depends how Appy's going and how the Tigers are playing. You'd be happier with Brendan Hands as your um, as your backup hooker than uh, Simkin at the moment. That's what you want in a uh, in a bloke like that. You want them to just be all the way out of your team. You don't want that that chance of them just coming on and scoring you four to ten. That'd be awful. It would be absolutely, um, mate. Anything else on this last game before we tackle some questions? No, not not really. I think this game could be anything. Uh, like you said, you like the matchup for the Tigers. Ricky sort of swung the axe a little bit, and let's just see if they can get their season back on track because the Knights are looming. Manly are going okay. There's teams coming for their spot. Mm, lots of competition happening around that, maybe like three to ten position on the ladder, which is cool. I'll tell you who yep. isn't competing, though, the Tigers. So hopefully they'll let some young fellas play. Uh, and Justin Matamua getting a start is a, is a really good uh, move for them. Yep. Uh, all right, questions. Flash. Asked us at the start of the show, he's got Reed Marnie, who obviously is on the bye this week, and then Sonny Luke. So a little bit of a pickle. Uh, what do I do with three trades left? He also has Val Holmes. Thinking of doing Appy Corus out to replace Reed Marnie. This game sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Supercoach is hard this year, man. I'm going to go ahead and say that this has been the hardest Supercoach year in recent memory for me. 
with the with the weekly buyers and with everything else going on with the bloody state of origin selections from Freddie that ruined everybody's buy planning. It's been tough. What do you what, what's your advice for Flash here on this one? Does he move money? Does he cop an AE? Do you want to know what I would do? I hope at fullback you've got that that jewel, and I would get Latrell Mitchell in for Holmes, and I would or ooh, I would get him Brandon Smith at hooker. Ooh, that's that's the spiciest. Ta- Are you sure you haven't had half an hour's sleep? That is the spiciest take I've ever seen. You yeah, get Brandon he- Smith in. Yeah, I'd get Brandon Smith at hooker. I might even keep Reed Marnie. He's only 400k at the moment. He's got a break even of four. Um, been coming off the bench. Yeah, I don't hate it. And then you could go Holmes basically to whoever you want if you do Marnie to, to that and you cop that. I just think he's going to get 50s. I think he's going to get 60s. And that's like I paid more money for Reese Robson to get me that much point many points. I think he's going to score the same as Reed Marnie going down the stretch. He's 400K. And then whether you go Holmes to somebody cheaper, somebody who's 500K, you know, there's heaps of blokes there. Take a punt on Sualihi this week and then you can move Luke up or go Reed Marnie and then use your duels to get Latrell into your team for Holmes. Yeah, I don't mind that. Don't mind it. Um, Brandon Smith's played 73 and 75 minutes in the last two games since starting. So if that keeps up for the rest of the year, could be nice. Nice little spot there. Uh, Matty Granger asking two trades to bring in Ponga for Burton or bring in Edwards and To'o for Kennedy and Manu. He's got six trades left, so can afford to use a few. What are your thoughts here? Ponga for Burton. Yeah, very much in agreement with that. Look, I know that, that gives so, you depth, but Manu can score as many as To'o, To'o going down the stretch. Um, it's the only way that you can do your trade in one trade. And I noticed uh, Melissa in the chat was saying, you know, it's madness to move Manu. Well, it depends what you're upgrading to. I think the fact that you can play Manu and hopefully that second trade can be like nothing Kennedy to bring in Ponga. That's what I would hope. No, So you would nuff at fullback? No, I'm not nothing at fullback. Not a fucking well, you chance. You nuff someone problems. else. But yeah, I, I don't know. I would just try something there because Kennedy's yep. not going to be doing anything for you. Yeah, yeah, Kennedy's done for the year. So, fair enough. Uh, Luke Roden has a statement for us. Uh, he's shocked to see so many teams without trades now on Facebook. This is where the moving will happen, and we've said it. You know, And, and Luke has been listening every single week, so I'm glad that he's taken on our advice because this is exactly what we've been saying for the last three months. Hold your trades. Be smart about how you use them in the middle of the year around Origin because we know that they're going to run out very, very quickly and uh, you're going to be caught. So a lot of teams are. Uh, I don't even feel good about having three trades left after this week, and I'm sure you probably don't feel great about having two. So for, for teams to have one or zero is madness. But yeah, you made your bed. You've got to lie in it. Making every trade count from now on. I just think back to some trades that I did earlier on in the year, like I made a big trade to get Marju in and then trade him out within one week, made a big trade to get Hosking in because he was in the rise. He did really good and punched out some, you know, 50s, 60s. I think I got one of his 90s or whatever. But was it really worth it now? Nico Hindsight's a beautiful thing. It is. It is. I wonder if there's a Nico Hindsight count 
for this podcast since we started the podcast. How many times do you reckon you would have said Nico Hindsight? Oh, yeah. I reckon 40. you're in. Yeah, I was going to say you're past 50, I reckon. Yeah. Um, Taniwa is, uh, has seven trades left. Ranking has declined dramatically and is thinking Reed Marnie to Wade Egan and then Val Holmes to Dillbags via Jules. I like the Dillbags move. I don't know whether is, – is Wade Egan really necessary? The the answer is the cheese. Yeah, okay. This is going to become a fucking Hudson Young thing all over again. Remember how how, pump, how pumped and hyped and how much we built up that trade and then it just fucking did nothing for us? No, just right. think about how bad – think about how bad Hooker is. If I'm going to get somebody that's yeah. going shit, I'm at least going to get somebody that's cheap and shit. Yeah. Yeah, like cool. just get get somebody that's four hundred and twenty five k. You're still going to net some money from Reed Marnie. I would be happy with what Brandon Smith gives me at hooker. I would be extremely happy just to plug and play him down the stretch this year. I think with anybody who's looking to trade out Reed Marnie, I would honestly nearly, depending on what your AEs look like, cop an AE this week. Like if you really have to rely on Reed Marnie and Sonny Luke or or whatever your hooker looks like, you made that decision two months ago. To do that, so like when you're looking at this matchup, maybe just cop it. Like especially if you've got three or less trades left, I don't know whether I'd want to waste a trade at hooker now, unless you're getting Harry you Grant. Won't, you won't really cop an AE. You'll just have to run Sunny Luke. Yeah, you're probably uh, yeah fuck, which is like an AE. So yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter because um, yeah, because you've got Sunny Luke there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, for anybody who doesn't have Sunny Luke and has someone else out there, they're fucked. Anyway. Yeah, good job. Good job listening to the guru, guys. That helped. <laughs> uh, Ryan Hammond, big hammo. Trade Edwards to Tupo, Daniel Tupo, I assume, or Junior Tupo. Not quite sure. Uh, if it, well, let's say it's Daniel Tupo, uh, or Hines to Cleary. Oh, none. I mean, not having Cleary hurts, uh, but trading out Nico to do it. Don't know whether I like it because Nico has a couple of really nice matchups coming up, and I know that people are going to want to be on him when he when he plays those games. I'm pretty sure it's around 26 he has a nice matchup. And that's head to head finals. If I, I don't know how many mistaken. I don't know how many trades he's got, but I don't like any of those trades. Yeah. He's he's got fuck all trades. He's got yeah. like next to none. Probably just, two just or less. So uh yeah keep it I'm I'm assuming he's talking about Dylan Edwards, right? So yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. what you don't need to you don't need to move Dylan Edwards out, I don't think. Yeah just, uh, and ride like, that yeah. wave. In saying that, like I'm just trying to say, like Cleary doesn't have the best matchup against the Storm this week. Neither does Edwards. But maybe just copying Edwards and Nico's score, I think, will be better than um, Cleary and Tupu's score. And you don't have. I to agree with trade. that. Completely agree. Luke Roden asking what our thoughts are on Manu to Toto this week. Sideways. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I mean, I'm in the trade Manu camp at the moment. Uh, I'm I'm not set on it by any means, but just, he just played. You know the premiership favourites in the Brisbane Broncos. What did you expect? It wasn't going to get I think more it's, than twenty. He was running. I would Herbie Farnworth, Redcliffe's favourite. I would love to hold him. Don't get me wrong. I'm just looking at how do I get Chance Nickel Clockstad in my team. And this is the only avenue for me to be able to do that. Now, do I now need to forego CNK completely and just hold Manu? So that that be actually. Let me ask I you that later because I've jumped to CNK into... then to Toto. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, that's an interesting that's one. The, so you're saying hold for Luke. Don't go to don't go to Toto. Just hold money. Borderline must have. Um, Toto probably not. What's he going to get you? He's got good base and he's going to go really well. Do I wish I own him? Yes. With the amount of trades we all have left, Manu de Toto is sideways. Manu de Chance. Chance could score 160 this week. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, we don't know what the deal is with Munro, still not named. Uh, originally, I think it was maybe two or three weeks ago, he was seen limping off the field uh, before the Rabbitohs had their bye. And then, uh, so that was around 19 or 20 or whatever it was when they had their bye. And then no one's heard anything about Munro since. I assume that they'll probably play him again when he's fit, but I don't know. I haven't I haven't heard anything. So I might I might uh, have a look through NRL Physio's Twitter. You, usually if I'm looking for injury news, he's, he's posted about it. So... Munro was fantastic, but they've been winning games without him. Maybe he just hasn't pushed his way back into the team, which is fine. Maybe. I mean, they have been playing Tane Milne at centre in New South Wales Cup. So, I mean, is he preferred on the wing in NRL? Probably not compared to Munro. But anyway, we've been wrong about that right edge about 400 times this year. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Justin has owned Drinky since round nine. And last week was the first week he chucked the C on him. That is just, that's cruel. Rest in peace, brother. <laughs> uh, Rowan wants to know Ford to Maddo and Critter to Gagai. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. I, both of I those are that. nice. Yeah. Mm. Jackson That's... Ford, though, do you jump off him before the, the Warriors have that really nice run coming up? Mm, I think Maddo will score more than Jackson Ford going down the stretch. Outside Dylan Brown. We haven't talked about that either, but Maddo's yep. on Dylan Brown's side. So. Yep. I like it. Yep. Let's pull the trigger on. Uh, last reserve for Adam. Uh, Horsburgh, Torhu, Azarko, or Meany. That's a nice team if this is your last reserve. Uh, what's your thoughts on this one? Torhu. Torhu Harris. Yeah. Nice matchup. I mean, the, the, the minutes are the concern with Torhu, right? Yeah. I mean, we're not. The minutes are starting to decline a little bit. Maybe those knees are starting to get a little bit sore on the old fella. Who knows? Just got a week off, then. Hmm. Yeah, he is coming back as fresh as he's ever going to be for this run home. So, And um, coach has come out and said, Andrew Webster's come out, and he's, he said that no one will be resting for the run home in the final rounds, depending on obviously where they are on the ladder, but no one's going to be resting. So that's a good sign if you are somebody they investing in They need to put bums on seats when they play at home. They need to put bums on seats when they play at home. So. Good shout. And Terry, my man Terry, he's got $20 on the Tigers to win an Appy to score in a multi. I'm all for it. I'll jump on that. All right. Uh, any final questions here? Here we go. Uh, from Mark. Low on trades and cash. Not a good combo. Would you trade Jack DeBellin to Eli Katoa? Yeah. I actually don't mind that. I don't mind that move. DeBellin's not going to trade this way. And obviously, they're very similar in price. So it's a sideways yeah. move. Don't have to, you don't need cash to make that move. So I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, see, Melissa's on, on the same page as me. Nothing at fullback. That's balls I don't have. Yeah, I, I just feel like it's too much of an upside position enough there. I'd rather have two good ones there, but could be could be a good risk. Captaining Ponga. Like, we're talking about getting Ponga in your team, so. Yep, fair call. Uh, <laughs> uh, Terry wants to know, when did the Broncos become favourites? Panthers, three grand finals in a row. Oh, mate, I thought He's this was in. brother Wayne for a second. Um, <laughs> he, honestly, if the Broncos can pull off a, a, a premiership this year, 
with how Panthers are playing, they deserve every bit of it. They, they, you probably deserve to get two premierships from winning this year if you can think, beat the Panthers. I just think we're the only one. Look, Panthers are obviously favourites. I know. I'm just excited about the way that the Broncos are playing footy. Uh, that was a little bit tongue-in-cheek. But realistically, I think the Broncos are the only team that can knock off the Panthers this week, uh, this year. Maybe see how the Storm go. They're probably the next team that are going fantastic. So, mm. Yeah, I reckon the Storm can give them a run, but it will be a Broncos uh, Penrith Grand Final. I think it it has to be if if you want a good a good matchup or someone to challenge Penrith for three in a row, it's going to be the Broncos this year. Uh, let's talk start sit, mate, because we got to the end of questions very quickly. So uh, start sit. Who are you uh, sitting, or what are the I guess the thoughts going through with your team at the moment? So my thoughts this week, and it will. I don't even think it depends on the judiciary anymore. So I'm going to trade Val to Latrell, and I'm not even mad that my um, that my hand's been forced there. I'm not going to captain Latrell this week due to the fact that I'm playing Kalen Ponga. I mean Kalen Ponga at fullback. Um, so I have Latrell on the bench there. Um, I'm probably going to vice captain Charles Nickel Clockstad at this stage and captain Kalen Ponga. I am going to sit Meany. Reluctantly going to sit IPAP this week. He's been really good and sit Christian Welch. All my sit start decisions were made quite easy by the fact that I have Max King and Reed Marnie, a couple of doggies still uh still sitting there in my team. Um, how about you, man? Yeah, my my start sits are pretty easy as well. I've got Reed Marnie as well, I've got Max King. I'm sitting Christian Welch to play Torhu and Tarpany, which is a bit of a no-brainer. Um, I am playing 5-2 RFs this week. So I'm playing Fafida, Hopgood, and Nikora. But I'm also playing Ola Kawatu and Hudson Young. Obviously Hudson Young for the Tigers matchup. Uh, I'm playing Nico Hines and Munster as my backup halfback in 5-8. Again, I'm captaining Ponga. I'll probably VC Cleary just in case because, I mean, Cleary can score 180 against anybody. So I'll VC Cleary and then I'll see Ponga. I'm also then sitting Mulatalo, Valence Tafare, and Hamiso at this point. But this was, I guess, now the question for you because we were talking about Hammer potentially being a good play this week. I've got Marju, CNK that I'm trading out for Manu. Uh, sorry, Manu's going for CNK. Garrick and Alex Johnston. Would you drop any of those to bring in Hammer? Probably not. Would you sit... Ola Kawatu or Hudson Young to reserve Hammer? No, no. I'd still probably sit Hammer. I had a look at your lineup earlier, and I do like playing Hammer this week. I do, but I'm just not sure that you can do that with that. What I'm interested in is you bring in CNK in, and you're not chucking the, uh, at least the blue armband on him. Yeah. I don't know whether he look, – let, let's look at his scores. Let's do it live. I don't know whether he's got that massive. Se- uh, he's got a one forty-five this year against the Dragons, right? So that's that's by far the biggest score that he's got this year. And then he's only got one more score over a hundred all season. So, like, for a guy that's averaging seventy, he's he scored one hundred and forty-five in one game, and then one hundred and three against the Dolphins. So, so, is the ceiling there for a VC? So here's um here's Garrick there. Garrick I can't for Hammer. It, by the way, Paul, unfortunately. Sorry, oh, to sit, talking Garrick. start sit. 
set, start, sit. So this is okay. what I considered. So I played Garrick last week because I expected Garrick to play really well against St. George. Usually fullbacks score really well against St. George, and it just didn't happen that week. Maybe St. George have fixed their, the defensive issues against fullbacks as well. I'm just I'm just not sure, but that's probably the biggest one. You could It could be big balls to sit Garrick. Garrett could just churn out another 55 and Hammer turns out a 45 as well. And what have you done? You've cost yourself 10 points. Uh, Garrett hasn't been in good form. What's his three-round average at the moment? Pretty ordinary. Um, yeah, it's not great. It's yeah. uh, 58. And it could be it could be the good any pod this week. Like, I'm not saying to, to trade him out, but I'm just saying it could be just a really good pod because everybody's playing Garrett this week. Mm. Nobody's playing Hammer. I don't, don't like like what's worst case scenario. You end up what thirty points, twenty points out. It's not like you're captaining any of these guys. And you know what? To to be fair, if I could have traded out Garrick to CNK this week and kept Manu, I would have. So maybe that's the answer. Is that I was actually prepared to trade Garrick to get CNK. So maybe I'd have sit in this week, considering I if I could have made that cash work, I would have done it for the rest of the year. I was prepared to trade out Garrick. Latrell as well. He just dropped too much cash. Mm. Yeah, I'm 10k short of being able to go Garrick to CNK, unfortunately. So I wanted to do it in one trade. I didn't want to burn two trades to get CNK in. So Manu it is. Or hey, maybe I just backtrack on this and don't make any trades and just keep four in the bank. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? We'll talk about it on the Thursday countdown show. But yeah, Rowan's got a, a good question here. Gutho, captain. You you mentioned I, this earlier in the show. I would captain I would captain Gutho if I owned him this week. Maybe hoping that I have Kalen Ponga at 5'8 and could still VC. I'm too scared not to have Kalen at least involved, but the captain of Gutho this week is juicy. He's been great. Mm. Uh, Paul's got a good question here for drinky owners. He's got a break even of 141 and he's coming up against the Broncos, uh, the the grand final, the, the premiership favorites, the Broncos. Uh, yeah, is it is it worth is it worth losing all that cash? Now, my my answer to this is if you've got drink water, you're not trading him. So it doesn't really matter how much cash you lose. Uh, personally, that's my opinion. But if I mean, look, if you've got 10 trades in the bank and you just want to trade for the rest of the season and, and finish strong, I don't know. Maybe you could trade him and avoid losing the cash. Who knows? Because he's not playing next week too. That's a mm. million dollars sitting on the pine. Or... Maybe next week is a move. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, no, he wouldn't be. I'd do it this week. If you, if, if you wanted to move him next week, you'd do it. Yeah. Yeah, do it against a tough matchup. Yeah, I like that. I and no value you mentioned as well might be negative for him. From this week, I think Luttrell outscores Drinkwater for the run home. Yeah, they both play yeah, the oh. same amount of games with the buy. So um, if you can, if you have the trades, you can generate yourself like three hundred k. Think about all the things that you can do with three hundred k. And and think about all of the things that Latrell didn't do on the weekend to get seventy four. Like, I reckon I'm going to go ahead and say that Latrell could be your top scoring fullback for the rest of the year. Yeah, like it could he could do it easy with this draw. So, so if you have the trades and you can go drink water. To, to Latrell. To Latrell. Put this into perspective. That allows you to go a Reed Marnie to Harry Grant. Ooh, do that. If you got the trades, do that. If you've sure. got the trades, yeah. If you've got the trades, if you're sitting there, honestly, if you have six, if you have five trades or less. 
the number used to be nine. We've come back down. Is it six yeah, now yeah. or five? It's getting closer okay. to the end of the year. Yeah, good. I like it. Uh, Melissa Hansen uh, has followed you into a rather shallow hole about Hudson Young. I mean, I'm not just going to let you take the brunt of that too. I, I, I jumped in on Hudson Young as well. Uh, he's going to score a double this weekend, we're told. So a, I'm all for it. Put a tenner on it. Uh, Paul wants to know if anybody in the chat has enough money banked to get Tino back in next week. I fucking wish I did. No. No. Uh, You're in a better spot than me if you have. I'm Absolutely, sure, yeah. and it's a really good play. Very good play to get to get Tino in for the run home. I like it. <clears throat> uh, mate, we've spoken trade thoughts, haven't we? We've gone through all that. We've talked sit starts. We've answered questions. We've gone through teams. We've tackled Teamless Tuesday again for round 23. Uh, mate, we might be back on Thursday for a countdown show. We'll see how we go. Uh, normally around the 7 o'clock mark leading into game one on Thursday night, which will be a banger with Manly and the Roosters as well, so. Yeah, and it might only be a be a 20-minute show. Just get in, get your questions. We're led by you guys in that show. We won't have too much to talk about. We might talk about what happened with Valentine Holmes. Um, we might talk, you know, we're just answering these trade questions and and I suppose we get a bit of a better think about how the week's shaping out. So, Yeah, for sure. So we will uh, more than likely see you guys at 7 o'clock on Thursday to answer all your questions. So drop in, drop them live, or if you can't make the show on the Thursday and you want our thoughts, follow us on Twitter, SC underscore brain for me and SC underscore matrix for Matty. Uh, Go and follow us there. Hit us up in our DMs. Drop a comment, tag us in whatever your question are, and we'll we'll definitely answer them. Give you guys an idea on uh, hopefully answering the questions, the tough questions for uh, round 23 to get your teams set. But, uh, mate, thanks for joining me as always. Been a pleasure. Uh, I'm pretty happy I made it through on no sleep. Hopefully I can get a bit of sleep tonight. But uh, be ready and round for Thursday. Yeah, excited. I tell you what, you'll be feeling like um, Herbie, Herbie Farnworth after a line break tomorrow. I can just feel it happening. <laughs> Oh, let's hope not. All right, that'll do us. Thanks, guys, for hopping on. Uh, if you're still here, hit subscribe. If you haven't, hit like uh, so we can reach more people. We appreciate all the support. We will see you Thursday for the countdown show. Have a good one. Cheerio. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 